0: Ann Arbor WCBN.org If Pandora's box was a box of
1: chocolates Would I know stay away I said Pandora's box the box of chocolates I hate them anyway. Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you babe, I've been to half a mind to stay.
2: something's different about that theme song okay you guys I'm trying to do a radio show here you guys hello uh, guys guys. that was quite operatic. But anyway, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. Hello? Still alive here? Oh, boy. I think it's Halloween. I think it must be Halloween. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. Hi, this is Mike. And I'm your host for this evening with a lousy accent that I'm not familiar with. But this is a show usually about food and culture and things, so we're going to get right to that in just a moment. We're also going to hear about a performance by Ann Arbor's Little Bang Theory at the Detroit Institute of Arts tomorrow, accompanying a 3D stop animation film centering around an orange. Well, an orange is a main plot point, let's say. But first of all, let's start off with some really scary music. I think it's more silly than scary, but let's find out. Good thing Things are getting mighty strange around here. That were Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross. Oh, Annie Ross, amazing. Well, you're all amazing, you three. Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross and Halloween Spooks snuggled between two songs called Home Cookin' and Poppity Pop. That was Halloween Spooks, in fact. This is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN, also WCBN.org, you know. So tomorrow at the Detroit Institute of Arts, Little Bang Theory, consisting of Frank Paul, Terry Saris and Doug Shimon, are performing, playing their music on all toy instruments, playing their compositions, very creative, very hypnotizing, sometimes very haunting sometimes compositions, two 3D stop-motion animated films, uh, one of which was from 1934. I spoke to Frank Paul of the group this is an Ann Arbor group, you know. I spoke to him a few years ago because they were just about to perform it at the place called Metal in Ann Arbor on the wonderfully named Felch Street. I think Felch should be everybody's name and where they live. But they're going to be performing this music at the DIA tomorrow at 7 p.m. Let's listen back with our crystal balls and hear what we said, me and Frank, shall we? It goes a little something like this. Yep, that's me and Frank.
3: <laughs>
2: now let's try something else. <laughs> that was completely intentional. That was the best gaffe I think I've made in weeks, maybe even minutes. Okay, here is me and Frank Paul. Poppity poppity pop. We're going to talk about the performance that's going to be tomorrow at the DAA. We talked a few years ago about the music they're going to play, and here's what we had to say. Little Bang Theory is going to be accompanying an animated film called The Mascot, a.k.a. Puppet Love, a.k.a. The Devil's Ball. That's what Wikipedia says, anyway. <laughs> and that is a, an animated piece from 1934. So could you tell us about that?
4: Um, and it's got a couple other titles. Uh, oh, okay. Duffy and Duffy's Adventure. Uh, Duffy is the... It, the plot of it is Toy Story. Oh, Except really? it was done, you know, 60 years before Pixar did Toy Story, where basically um, the love of the toy brings the toy to life. Oh, okay. However, the child is sick and the toy ha- has to save the life of the child. Okay. And so um, the child is saved by the toy um, going to the gates of hell, getting an orange and bringing it back and an just in time. Wow! Yeah, I don't know what uh, scurvy. Scurvy. I think I think that's what what she has. Yeah. Yeah. Children and scurvy in Russia. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe something like that. In the 1930s, yeah. there was a scurvy outbreak, and the director. Let's get uh, the director's name is. Ah, uh, uh, Ladislav Sterovich.
2: And uh this I must admit this is the first time I've heard of Ladistlos terror, but perhaps I should be
4: ashamed of that. But he's a he's a great animator. Most of his work is not as finessed as this one, but then this one was actually uh commissioned by a Russian prince for his nephew. Oh wow. So when you have money, that's There you go. <laughs> some sometimes you can do your best work. His other work is pretty great though too. So if you want to go to YouTube you can check out the City Mouse and the Country Mouse and uh some of his some of his other um, he he animated insects a lot too and Wow um, kind of a creepy but amazing animation hmm. Terry Gilliam uh, considers a mascot one of the best all time animations well, and, that, and says that, that you can good. see modern animation if you just watch it closely it's all there in the 1930s
2: That's so interesting when you can see a movie or an animation from 60 years ago and it's modern and yet it Clearly, it was made 60 years ago, and yet it's modern at the same time. It's... Yeah,
4: yeah. We we have uh, we have a ball with it. Um, I you know I I was actually, uh, geez, I don't know if I should tell the backstory, <laughs> but I was doing children's theater in Milwaukee uh, with some friends of mine, and uh, in my bedroom there was a piano, and I love playing the piano, but I I have always been in the position where I have to go someplace to play the piano because I even though I own a piano it's not in my home uh-huh. right now it's not in my current home so um, to have a piano there in my bedroom just I in the matter of two weeks I did almost all the writing for for this um.
2: a, the, a real piano a toy piano uh
4: this was a real piano oh okay but, but I'm gonna be playing it on a toy piano
2: and so let's hear uh, some of the music that's been created okay thanks Mike this is the little bang theory. kinds of fun stuff's happening here frank
4: well thank you um i hope so (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah it's mostly toy piano the drum set is um an american idol drum set really i don't know if you've seen them but they're um miniature drum sets oh they're that's awesome and they reinvented the snare so that the snares on the bottom you know the how the snares are like three or four or five or six pieces of metal that you can tighten uh-huh. on the bottom to get that unique sound of a snare. Mm-hmm. Well, they put a piece of... It's a single piece of metal that you can um, tighten to have on or off, and it's just... It's a brilliant reinvention of the snare. And mm-hmm. Terry uh, um, is playing uh, glockenspiel mostly through that, and she's the one doing sound effects. So there's some little cranking that's going on okay. that actually represents the... Um, the hero of the story coming to life. Oh, okay. Because the mother cries because she loves her daughter so much. The tears fall on the on the the um, stuffed dog that she's making, and the dog slowly comes to life. Um, so we needed sound effects throughout, and we just decided when and when to do it and when not to. If you do all the sound effects, then you drive yourself crazy. But yeah, uh, yeah, got to let somebody's going to watch the animation. I suppose
2: you just enough to. Spur their imagination on, and they can sort of fill in yeah. themselves too when they're watching.
4: Yeah, and right. sometimes the sound effects are very musical, and sometimes they're you know like there was a sound unk, of unk, um, unk. one of the child's one of the children crying. Yeah, and there's um, honking noise. I like the honking one. noises were a scene change into uh, the the puppets have all been taken. She needs to raise money. The mother needs to raise money for the for the child's illness and so she sells all of these um toys that she's been making that the child has fallen in love with. This um, you said this is so it's a lot like sad. Toy Story kind of, it but 60 years earlier. Yeah, and and in Toy Story there was a transportation scene with the toys and them escaping the vehicle. uh uh-huh. And this is that's straight out of the mascot but from the mid 1930s. Yeah.
2: In my opinion, I think it's straight out of the mascot. <laughs> I want to just I've been struck by the idea that american idol reinvented the snare i I didn't realize that they could have such an impact on well i knew they had some kind of impact on culture but i didn't know they had
4: that kind of impact on culture well you know no no matter how much you dislike something something good usually comes out of it yeah that's true i had i don't know what's come out of dancing with the stars (laughs) but i'm sure that something has
2: Me chatting with Frank Paul a couple of years ago, talking about the music they made for The Mascot, the stop motion animated film from 1934 by Ladislav Sterevich, and they're going to be performing that accompanying the film tomorrow at the Detroit Institute of Arts at 7 p.m. That's the Little Bang Theory, and so's this. This is a piece called For Want of an Orange. Vladislav Stirovich began making 3D stop-motion animated films in 1910 and continued creating them until his death in 1965. His films include a cast of grotesque characters, insects, intricate puppet movement, and rear-projected real people. That sounds like something else. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's about quarter to seven, coming up at seven, Arwolf, and Face the Music, with more music from years that end in three to commemorate the end of this year. Now, a lot of other stuff going on in the area, including Day of the Dead celebrations in Detroit. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But first of all, a little bit more Halloween music of a Yiddish bent. Now, first of all, what is a kishka? Why am I mentioning kishka? Well, because it's in front of me on the computer screen. Kishka, says Wikipedia, refers to various types of sausage or stuffed intestine with a filling made from a combination of meat and meal, often that's a grain mixed in. The dish is popular across Eastern Europe as well as immigrant communities from those areas. It's also eaten by Ashkenazi Ashkenazi Jews who prepare their version according to Kashrut dietary laws. The name itself is Slavic in origin and literally means gut or intestine. The cooked kishka can range in color from gray-white to brownish-orange, depending on how much paprika is used and the other ingredients. There are also vegetarian kishka recipes. But are there poipal kishkas, and would you eat one?
1: Well, I saw this bun coming out of the labunette. Miss, like he asked me for a promo It was a rachmonis to see He looked like a purple kishka eater to me It was a non-kish doctor Blind purple kishka eater Fressen, grepsen Blind purple kishka eater Racken, racken Blind purple kishka eater I never saw a cholera like this Well, he fell out of his parachute Into the street He gave a geschwit me I said don't press me man Don't make for me He couldn't figure out If I was milk or fresh Bless my soul Locks and eu- Such a him Like my sonim like, Eyes like latkes Me shiggy like like, for a free Like was he From his toes and then he started chasing He gave me such a shrek I almost lost by me the haste I took out my pistol He got weak in the knees I knew he was a Litva Cause he cried Don't cease Fly, dope, pesky, I never saw cholere like this to shine gekommen is brennt by mir a fire for a purple kischke woman so we made him a shiddach with a very fancy chick me is with the else was a real lum me is with the else was a real um-glick. so the chassener was held in good old San Francisco everybody came and brought the epic couple kischke they couldn't count the presents cause there were so many for the purple kischke eater and his a kaka jenny <laughs>
2: Is it possible to go from the ridiculous to the sublime? Very possible. Especially when you're playing Mickey Katz, who is both at the same time. That is the Poipel Kishka Eater from his album, including the Barber, Le- Barber of Shlemiel. Uh, we got the... Uh, yeah, it's great. Kanak Around the Clock. Those are classics. And wait, there's another one. Nudnik the Flying Shissel. And the Kanish Doctor, of course. All by... Well, that was just one song, but it felt like many at the same time. Now, the Day of the Dead is coming up, a celebration and a commemoration happening in many Spanish-speaking countries. And for many people who are in this country, the Day of the Dead, today, tomorrow, and Saturday, coinciding with the holidays of All Hallows' Eve, All Saints' Day, and All Souls' Day. And this is a time when people remember the dead, their beloved, and they create ornate altars, really beautiful altars, very colorful, covered in skulls and candles and flowers and some of the things that the departed used to really like, some of the food they used to like, maybe a cigar they used to like. And if you go to Mexican Town in Detroit this weekend, there are a bunch of those ofrendas, a bunch of those uh, altars that you can see and find out for yourself about that. There's a website called southwestdetroit.com where you can see. All of those things, and I'm looking at one of these lists of these uh, ofrendas, and they are. There's one here dedicated to departed animals. Sometimes they're. Uh, oh, here's one dedicated to Pancho Villa, a hero of the Mexican Revolution. Then there. Is, oh, let's 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 go straight to some music, shall we? Actually, but on the website southwestdetroit.com, you can see. Where some of these places are and where some of the ofrendas are this weekend, and some next weekend as well, in Mexican town in Detroit. There's a collection called Dancing with the Dead, and there is a Day of the Dead song called The Weeping. That is the translation of the title. Now it says here, Leonard notes, I like these. No other festival has generated more vivacious death images than Mexico's Day of the Dead, a combination of pre-Hispanic practices and the Catholic All Souls Day, celebrated throughout Latin America from the end of October through the beginning of November. In Mexico, there's an extraordinary burst of creativity and color, which centers around the dead, who will be returning for just a few hours. And that time they are joyously received and fed their favorite foods. The spirits of infants and children are said to return first, then the spirits of adults. The streets are full of Death Commodities and Comestibles, there are sugar skulls, sculptures of skeletons caught in the midst of all of life's activities, skeletons sitting on the toilet, skeletons walking a skeletal dog, reading newspapers, getting married. The songs sung at these celebrations are not slow or somber, and this song we're about to hear is one of the most popular. This is... I can't pronounce it correctly, and I apologize for that, but the group is Los Camperos de Valles, and the translation is The Weeping. Just beautiful, beautiful. That is Los Camperos de Valles and El Llorar, The Weeping, from a collection called Dancing with the Dead, Music of the Day of the Dead. And if you are celebrating and commemorating that, uh, best wishes to you. Also, just before we go here, happy Diwali to those who are celebrating Diwali. Uh, This Sunday, there's going to be an event celebrating the Diwali holiday organized by the Indian Students Association at the U of M. It's going to be at Rackham Amphitheater, the fourth floor there. Uh, that is Sunday from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. There will be food, dance, and music. So happy Diwali to those who are celebrating that holiday. I've been Mike for a while. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. Face the music with our wolf coming up next. Music from years that end in three. Wonderful music indeed. We're going to wrap it up with a little bit of cannibal music because that's all about eating and because it's a scary, scary day. Thank you for listening. Keep doing that. WCBN and WCBN.org.
0: There were ten little cannibals swinging on a vine One tried to pat a big wild cat And then there were nine One of the nine drank turpentine And then there were eight Then one more fell dead on the floor And seven was their fate One went in politics, then there were only six One took a dive, now five we see One went to Singapore, then there were only four One turned green, and then there were three One fell into some glue, then there were only two They drank from a loving cup One became a skeleton, then there was only one And he ate himself all up of course there were none now let's do it again and sing the answers let's sing along with this cannibal song once upon a time there were ten little cannibals swinging on a vine one tried to pat a big wild cat and then there were nine <laughs> gosh trying to pat a wildcat. One of the nine drank turpentine Then there were eight Then one more fell dead on the floor And seven was their fate We're certainly subtracting cannibals in a hurry One went in politics Then there was only six One took a dive Now five we see One went to Singapore, then there were only four. One turned green, then there were three. One fell into some blue, then there were only two. They drank from a loving cup. One became a skeleton, then there was only one. And he ate himself all up.
4: WCBN FM Ann Arbor Happy Samhain It's time to remember the spirits of the dead Ancestor reverence Here's Edmund Hall's Blue Note Jasmine Recorded in 1943